Hi, and welcome to Grounding with Gem. I'm Gem Wilson, and I'm a mindset coach and founder of Vala Energy. I'm so excited to help you up-level your mindset, ground back into your body, and reconnect with nature to live your most fulfilling and expansive life. I truly believe that whatever you can see in your mind, you can manifest into your reality, and I can't wait to share my practical tips for life, love, and business with you. Thanks for joining me today, and let's jump right in. Hi, and welcome back to Grounding with Gem. How are we all doing? Are we surviving that strange time in between Christmas and New Year's where you don't know what day it is? I literally woke up today, it's Thursday, (laughs) and I thought, oh, I have a podcast going out tomorrow. I better get a wiggle on. So here I am recording this before I'm going to get my nails done. Yeah. So today's podcast was really inspired by me wanting to create my vision boards for the year and usually I would create one vision board pretty much for everything that I wanted to embody, achieve, live out, manifest that year. But this year I want to do things a little bit differently because I feel like when I compartmentalize my vision boards, that really helps me with clarity. And I've done that for a while with Vala. I've had my own Vala vision board and I wanted to do one more so for my coaching and my well-being and mindset account and business. And then I wanted to do one for my personal life, things I wanted to experience, people I wanted to meet, places I wanted to go. So I was doing these and I was thinking back to a time when I literally used to hide my vision boards from people, which makes me quite sad now. But I can remember doing these vision boards and having huge dreams and big ambitions and desiring things that seemed very out of the norm and the ordinary for the people that were around me and for the life I came from as well. I'd worked in a corporate job from the age of about 21 and felt very disillusioned and burnt out. And I always used to feel like the weirdo, the odd one out that didn't get the memo about working in corporate and I could never really vibe with it. I never enjoyed it. I used to feel like I was chained to a desk for hours at a time. But the flip side was that I had a a regular paycheck. I got to meet a lot of different people. There were a lot of life skills I learned, but I quickly learned that this wasn't the life for me. And so I had a big tower moment, a big crumbling in 2019. And that's when everything got shook up and I really started to question what did I want to do with my life I was 29 about to be 30 and wasn't where I wanted to be my mindset was just all over the place and I can remember thinking I need to get back into doing vision boards because I'd done a few here and there but I wasn't really being intentional about my life and my time and how I wanted to co-create with the universe and if you've listened to this podcast for long enough if you follow me on Instagram on my Grounded with Gem account you'll know that I always talk about intention intention is the foundation for everything because if you don't know where you're going you don't know what destination you're putting into your GPS for life how are you going to know what steps to take to get there so when I was making these vision boards I was thinking wow 
me a few years ago would never feel bold enough to say, I want to make six figures or I want to manifest traveling here, here and here. And one of my favorite phrases came to mind, which is the universe isn't mad at you for wanting more or for asking for more because so many people are afraid to affirm what they desire, to actually go after their dreams because they've been told that they should be happy with what they have, that people out there would love to have the life they have, even if it's something that feels very misaligned for them. So they get trapped in this cycle of trying to manifest more, but they have this duplicity of feeling ungrateful or guilty for trying to call in more abundance, more love, more happiness, more freedom, more time for themselves even. And having this duplicity ends up keeping their desires at a distance. And if you're listening to this and you can really resonate with these feelings, the one thing I really want you to know is that the universe does not care. It's not mad at you for wanting more. No one up in the sky is keeping a tally on what you've had. All it cares about is you becoming a vibrational match to your desires. That's how we manifest, like attracts like. And you might be wondering, but how do I do that when I feel uncomfortable or deep down I feel unworthy of what I truly want? Well, the key here is to dive deep into those stories and those limiting beliefs that are telling you you're not worthy, that you're not good enough. Look into the patterns in your own life, into the lives of those around you. A good example of this is I was having a conversation with my sister a while back and I said, do you know, we've never really grown up with an example of a really strong, healthy marriage that hasn't ended in divorce. Lots of our family members are divorced. Um, further back, there's a lot of sadness and death where our grandmother became widowed. Our other grandmother was basically kept by our granddad and almost controlled in a way financially because she wasn't able to go out and get a job and have her own independence. And so this really got me thinking about why did I used to be so reluctant to consider marriage or think about getting married? And when I started to dive deeper into my ancestral line, I realized, oh my gosh, I have a limiting belief subconsciously that marriages never really work out they're really hard work, divorce is really painful. And only when I started to question and interrogate those and replace those beliefs with positive beliefs and look for examples of people in really loving, healthy, thriving relationships, did I realize just how magical this union can be and how lovely marriage can be and how sacred it can be. So I would really encourage you to take this concept and to apply it to where you feel limiting beliefs popping up and where you feel unworthiness popping up. Think about whether a parent said something to you as a child and it really stuck with you. Maybe a friend, quote unquote, made a really sarcastic remark and you could never shake it off. Or perhaps you were a teacher who was always critical of you and never believed in you. And that's something you took with you through life. You had that idea, you had that thought, and it became a belief. You never questioned it. You took it at face value. Because often when you begin to pull at the weeds of limiting beliefs, you will be amazed at what memories surface, 
they are usually quite insignificant on a surface level. But once you start to join those dots, you will be amazed at how much of an impact these words and phrases other people have said have had on your life and when you can take them out of your subconscious mind which is where you spend 95% of your day I say this all the time (laughs) and bring them into the conscious mind that 5% that's when you can begin to rewrite the script and begin to see the shifts because now you are transforming these limiting beliefs into affirmative, empowering beliefs. And I really want you to take that knowledge that you are worthy of whatever you desire with becoming an energetic match to your goals and believing that this is the manifestation secret source because it is. And the universe is not mad that you're calling in an even more expansive, abundant and high vibe life. It is here to support you. But you really have to ask yourself, am I allowing it to? Am I self-sabotaging? Where are these beliefs creeping up? Where am I not believing in myself? I watched the Wham! documentary last night on Netflix. I don't really know much about Wham! My sister's a massive George Michael fan, but there was a part in it where he said, my dad was Cypriot and he moved to the UK and he really wanted me to become an accountant or a doctor or another one of those stable jobs, shall we say. And he had his own agenda. He said actually that his grandfather was a shepherd. So you can see how his father might want him to have a really stable job. And George was there going, no, I want to work in music. I want to write songs. And the dad even took his record player away so not to encourage him. And I felt so sad in that moment because I definitely experienced my own mum and my stepdad making jokes about wanting to work in fashion and saying, oh, what are you going to become a street painter in Paris? Because you're doing languages and the arts. And like George, I could brush it off, but I know so many people wouldn't and they would take on those beliefs and they would stay small for the benefit of the people around them. And it cuts to later on in the documentary and his dad's there going, mm, yeah, I had to do a 180 and I felt really proud of him when I saw him playing to all these people and then wanted to hug him. And I thought, good on you, George, for staying true to yourself and your conviction. So there's always a lesson to be learned in the strangest of places, especially when your brain is wired towards looking for positive manifestation stories. So if you're interested definitely check that out. Give it a watch on Netflix. It's a really fascinating watch. And when it comes to putting together your vision board, if you're doing that ready for the new year, try to remember that the universe is abundant. It's infinite. It is packed full of resources and opportunities. You only have to ask and set the intention. I will often say out loud, universe, angels, guides, spirits, ancestors, beings from the light, the highest realm. Those are the best intentions for me. Please bring the right people into my world today. The clients that are ready to be led, the people that are ready to help me on this journey. And I'm always so amazed by what comes up because there is more than enough to go around. People love to help other people. I don't know if you've realized that. And somebody else winning does not mean that 
you are losing. It's simply showing you what is possible in your own life. And it's really normal to want more, to desire more in life, because as human beings, we're always growing, especially if you're into personal development and you're wanting to create a better life for yourself, for your family, for future generations. It's all a part of having a human experience. I am such a curious person that I love to set an intention and have a big dream and think, wow, how am I going to get there? How's it going to happen? When's it going to manifest? And I love Mike Dooley and he always talks about the cursed house and he says, you don't have to get caught up in the house. You only have to see the end vision. So rather than thinking, I want to have the successful business rather than sitting down and crunching all these numbers and thinking I have to do all of these things. Think about yourself being at the end. Maybe you're going for a celebration meal with your partner or your family or you're dancing around the kitchen with your kids and you're saying, I did it, I hit this goal. And that energy is so much more light and free and uplifting than feeling yourself getting weighed down with the house because you can figure out the house when you ask for guidance, when you take the inspired action it will reveal itself to you what step you should take next. But your job is to stay in the vibe, to stay feeling excited and to remember why you want this and how incredible it's not only going to make your life, but how much you're going to positively impact other people's lives as well. And a big thing that comes up when I'm working with one-to-one clients and doing this really deep limiting belief work is this really common limiting belief of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or I don't deserve this. Who am I to have this? Well, I want you to know you are worthy of having whatever you desire. You would not have had that desire placed in your heart if it wasn't meant for you. I honestly believe that the universe is always on my side. As Gabby Bernstein says, the universe always has your back and trust that this is the same, this is true for you as well. Everything is happening for your highest good. Even the things that feel hard or like a struggle at the time. I can remember trying to manifest clients in my business when I first started doing coaching and feeling frustrated that I wasn't booked out yet or I wasn't where I wanted to be and making the money. And I look back and I think, wow, if I had manifested what I wanted back then, I probably wouldn't be doing this right now because I instead allowed myself to have sustainable growth. I allow myself to finesse and learn with every client that I had that hmm, this client's often late with paying their invoices. So how can I get them set up on Stripe so it auto debits and I don't have an energy leak every time I have to check my bank account and see if they've paid which has happened a few times. So now clients going forward, they have Stripe. So I don't have to worry about that. Or maybe this client's a bit flaky with booking in times. Okay, how can I change my booking policy that if you cancel within this amount of time or rearrange, you lose the call. And it's these little things that I've learned along the way that have helped me to grow and create a really streamlined business. Whereas if I was doing 16 clients a week, I would be so overwhelmed and chasing my tail. I probably wouldn't have had the time to 
reflect and implement as well the learnings I had because I would just be thinking, just get it done, don't worry about it. And as well, not looking to see if people's invoices were paid was neglecting my money, was not feeling grateful for the money coming in because I was leaving it up to the other people and trusting, because I'm a pretty trusting person, (laughs) that they were paying. And then some people were paying two or three months late. And what does that say to the universe? I don't care about the money that's coming in. So I had to remember that I needed to cherish this money. I'm in a relationship with money. You might hear money mindset people say that all the time. If you neglect that money and you're not acknowledging it and feeling gratitude for it, it tends to dry up. And it was only when I started to get really clear about boundaries around money, payments, invoices, did I start to feel more comfortable and safe and not stressed around people paying me? And when it comes to manifesting more, I'd encourage you to look at where your own energy leaks are in the day. Maybe you're wasting time scrolling on Instagram when instead you could actually be scrolling your vision board on Pinterest and taking a couple of minutes to tap into those vibes. Maybe you're listening to the radio and it's just the same old pop music talking about heartbreak and people being broke or whatever it is. I don't listen to the radio at all. I literally listen to 99% spa playlist on Apple Music because I just really like ambient sounds. (laughs) But be conscious of what you're listening to and ask yourself, can I put on a manifestation playlist instead? Can I put on a podcast that's helping me to rewire my brain and help me to get behind, believe in, that I am worthy of my dreams and that I can manifest more. And just because you're from a certain background or because your life has been one way so far does not mean it has to always be that way. I can definitely think of times where I felt very despondent and had about eight pounds in my bank account and was so sad and frustrated sitting in my car crying, wondering what the hell is going on in life. And I look back now and I think, wow, I'm really happy that I reached that rock bottom because I'm never going back there again. It really made me reevaluate what I was doing, where I was spending my time, how I was calling in money again. And it made me get so much more intentional with the life I wanted to live. And genuinely this year has, I would say, been the best year of my life potentially because I sat down and I was doing five mornings of mindset work in this gap between Christmas and New Year, making the vision boards, writing out what I wanted. I have a journal that I write in most nights to do a gratitude list and I would print out my vision board and put it in the front of that journal. And then on the next page, there would be quotes. On the page after that, there would be a list of things I was manifesting that year and saying, thank you for this. I loved manifesting this. And I would read through that quickly, not pouring over it before bed. I would read through that. And then in the back of my journal, I would have affirmations and quotes that really inspired me. 
And so if you write from the back, you always have room, obviously, to add more. So I would write down inspiring quotes or money mantras, whatever it was that really helped me to feel high vibe before I went to bed. And I would look at that every night before I'd go to sleep when my brain was the most impressionable. So if you're looking for a really simple way to do some mindset work every night, I would highly, highly recommend doing this. And if it's in a journal, nobody else has to see it. You don't have to have it stuck up in your office. I have cleaners and I don't even like the cleaners coming into my office because I don't want them looking at all the <laughs> post-it notes everywhere across my room or looking at my vision board and sending their attention to my vision board. I know there's a few different schools of thoughts when it comes to sharing your manifestations. Some people think, oh, if I share it with others, they'll be supercharged and I'll have their intention towards it, which is almost like the concept and the premise of prayer. When we pray positively towards something, it has a positive energy. But sometimes people can be looking at that vision board or listening to your goals and sending you a really wobbly, squishy, not good vibe energy and projecting their own limiting beliefs onto you and talking you down from going after what you want. So I have learned the somewhat hard way to not tell people about what I'm manifesting. I tell Dan, my partner, but other than that, it's very much me, myself and I on the vision board train. And I live by that quote, which says, don't tell people your dreams, show them. A really important thing to do when making your vision board is to look for photos with people in. I tend to look for people that look like me. So they've got long blonde hair going down their back from behind. So I can picture myself in that scene. And one of my favorite things to do, you already know this if you follow me on Instagram, is to then go to that space once I manifested the holiday or wherever I was going and take the same picture because I think it's so much fun and really shows my subconscious mind the power of manifestation. And as always, it is so important, even when your desires haven't manifested yet, even when they're in the unseen, which is where all of the magic happens, to feel grateful. Can you write the phrases, affirmations in the past tense or the present tense, never the future tense, because they're never going to get to you if you're always talking in the future. So be grateful for what you already have and act as though you already have those things that you are manifesting. I love to play around with quantum leaping, collapsing timelines, which means that basically there's a version of me out there who's already manifested everything. So sometimes I'll close my eyes and I'll ask her to speak to me. Or I'll think to myself, how does she dress? Where does she shop? What's her day like? What are her friends like? What does she think? What car does she drive? What's her house like? <laughs> What's her relationship like? How does she talk? And it's a really fun experiment because you can tap into this very expansive feeling that otherwise might feel a little bit intangible and out of reach if you're trying to put a certain amount on your vision board or a certain house. But if you can see yourself in that house and you can speak to your future self and embody their feelings, you are one step closer to manifesting that dream. 
And above all, I really want to wrap up today's episode by saying that it is safe to desire more and to want more. The universe is not mad at you. The universe wants you to live your most abundant and expansive life. We were all born pure channels of light. I'm a huge believer in that. And we have our limiting beliefs given to us and projected upon us. So it's almost like peeling back the layers of the onion and getting back to your true self who does feel worthy, who feels abundant. And do your best to keep this positive mindset, to trust that everything is working out and unfolding exactly how it should for your highest good. So I hope you enjoyed today's pep talk all about the universe wanting the best for you, never being mad at you. I've really enjoyed doing a few more relaxed, flowy episodes, tapping into that feminine energy of going with the flow. I am very excited to announce I'm going to be doing a feminine energy course coming out in February. If that's something you're interested in finding out more about, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Grounding with Gem because I'll be doing an exclusive pre-sale price as well with a hefty discount and we'll be talking all things feminine energy. What is feminine energy? How can we feel safe to receive? How can you learn to surrender, to let go of needing to control? What is the difference between wounded feminine, healthy feminine, wounded masculine, healthy masculine? What are the feminine archetypes? And I'm also going to be doing uh, 13th right of the womb transmission, which I am so, so excited to share. So if that sounds right up your street, definitely give me a follow, drop me a message if you want to be one of the first ones to know. I'm going to keep this container very small and intimate. I'm thinking six to eight people. So spaces will be very, very limited. And as always, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do me a favor, help a girl out and press download, leave a five-star rating. If you have a minute, just write one sentence. I recently did this for a few of my favorite podcasters and it was a really lovely, free, quick way to spread some love and to support other independent business owners as well. So I would be so grateful if you could do that for me too. So with that said, I hope you have a lovely end to 2023. Get making those vision boards, get the journal out, start setting the intentions and you will be amazed by this time next year how much your life has changed. You can even write yourself a letter from the version of you who's manifested everything and you can ask her to tell you what you need to know right now. That is one of my favorite things to do as well. Thank you so much for listening this year. I am sending you so much gratitude, so much love, and I will see you in 2024. Lots of love. Bye. Thank you so much for pressing play on today's episode. If you enjoyed, I would be very grateful if you could subscribe, download, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time.